how a man looks at investing his time and his money. Where am I thinking like an employee? Where am I thinking like an owner? Time is more valuable than money. The distinction between spending and investing is very powerful. I want to put a challenge out there to men that are listening. 30 days, show up to everything at minimum five minutes early. As a man, got to be looking at what money can do for you. They just want to hang around and hopefully score some free donuts. That's poor man thinking. Don't always look at the immediate cost. Look at what is your return on investment. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to another episode of the Sovereign Man Podcast. I'm your man, Nikki Baloo, and I'm here with my main man, Uncle Arpa. What's going on, brother? Uh, same old brother out there slaying dragons, pillage and plunder. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So let's get to today's topic. It's an exciting topic. You and I love this topic. And it's I, the, difference, the difference between poor man and rich man thinking. So why don't you just outline that for the folks? Um, so for for me, like poor, poor man thinking and rich man thinking is just it's it's how uh, a man looks at investing his time and his money. Um, I'm a fan of uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, which is a, a, a great illustration on on you know the different trains of thought. And then I know he dwells into like uh, you know basic accounting principles and all that shit, which is fine. But it's it's really it's the train of thought, and 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 I love. I love the concept of, of, you know, poor man thinking, rich man thinking. Um, just, uh, it, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm always looking, you know, where, where am I, where am I thinking like, like a poor man? Where am I, where am I thinking like a rich man? Yeah. You know, his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I thought was a great book as well, because that book really helped me crystallize where am I thinking like an employee? Where am I thinking like an owner? Because if you're thinking like an employee, you're thinking like a poor man. Hey, let me get my paycheck. You know, let me get this. Let me get that. If you're thinking like uh, an owner, you're thinking like, how am I going to expand? How am I going to make more things happen? And if you're a man in today's world, not that I'm saying everybody needs to be an entrepreneur because entrepreneurship sure shit isn't for everybody, but the attitude that you bring to life, bring to what you do, can be that of a of a rich man, can be that of a winner in life. And I really believe that's important, that's powerful, and that's something that um, men need to look at, right? So let's let's break it down. Let's look at the aspects of thinking that you know comprise poor man thinking. Why don't you why don't you start there, Arthur? Uh, I think I think what we we need to define is the difference between you know, uh, you know, money spent versus invested. Right. Mm. So, you know, um, and, and not just money, Let, let's, let's put money and then time as two different currencies, right. Cause time 
you never you can't make more time there's time is finite that's it man money you can always make money so time is always more important than money uh not to say that money isn't important money is very important um but you know a man a man should come to a point in his life where you know time is more valuable uh than money um and then you you know we we men need to look at you know spent versus invested right spent has zero return or or very a very short period of return you know like uh you know like like eating a cheeseburger it's a very short return you know it fills you up when you're hungry it, you know it'll quench that craving you have in that immediate moment and then there's no there's no return on it right where where an investment is going to return uh you know give you a return back time and time again, like, uh, like working out, working out on a, on a regular schedule improves and maintains your health, uh, for, for a long duration of time. And I don't mean that we're not making a one-time investment here, but the more, the more you do it, the the better the results are, right. The the return gets higher. Um, I don't know. Is that clear? You got a better, you you have another analogy you can use here. Uh, no, I, th- I think it's a very powerful analogy, and I think the the distinction between spending and investing is very powerful. You, when you spend money or you spend time, you don't really expect a return on it. It's like fun in the moment; it feels good, but there's not a re- an expectation of a return. An investment of money, an investment of time, you expect to return. So, you know, if you invest money in a in a in a, in a piece of real estate, you, you expect to return on that. If you invest money in an employee in your business, you expect to return on that employee. If you invest time in a relationship, you expect to return on that uh, investment of time in a relationship. If you invest time in being in a program like our Battle Ready program or our Sovereign Circle program, you expect to return out of being involved in those things. And that's the biggest difference. Spending is done with no expectation of return. Investment is done with an absolute expectation of return. So I think I think uh, another thing we need to we need to do is put out a word of caution out there because there are some expenditures that that are are marketed as investments. Things like you know owning owning your own house. Eh, that's uh, that's an that's an iffy line to to walk because as an investment you you expect a, a regular rate of return. Uh, and I, I I own my own home and it does not pay me fuck all. Uh, it actually costs me money on a regular basis, uh, and and eventually, at some point in time in the future, I'm hoping to realize a return when I sell. But until that point, it's a money pit. Like it just costs money. Not to say that I don't like my house. I like it. It's where I live. It's where my wife is. It's where my kids are. You know, it's home. Uh, but beyond that, when we're talking about you know money spent versus you know invested. It's more of a an expenditure right now, you know, that will will hopefully one day pay out. But if the market flips, you know, I could lose my shirt. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, time will tell. So yeah, now we wanted to get true. back in the look and then uh poor poor man thinking, right? Yeah. 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 So you know, a poor man will will look at something and say, 
do I want to, you know, am I going to spend this money? Um, so let's, let's take an example from, uh, from, uh, uh, my life. I have a, a man in my life. I keep it confidential. So I don't want to say who it is, uh, accumulated some wealth and, uh, never, never had the, the balls to trust another man in investing his money. So he did it all himself. Now, when the markets were hot, he did well. You know, he re- he got returns about 15% or more, maybe a little bit more. Uh, when the markets were not, he took a shit dive, right? I- I've seen this man go, you know, accumulate up to $3 million and then lose it all back down to about a million. So, uh, you know, I- I've-, I've watched the rise and the fall as I, as I, as I, uh, I've known him. And, and so the poor man thinking with this gentleman is that one, one, he, he refused to trust, which, which, you know, is a challenge. I get it, but you know, you, there's, there's some, some, uh, uh, strategies you can put into place to keep your eye on that. Um, and two was, was he could never get over the idea of fees and, and paying someone you know, for, for a value return. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's, that's poor man thinking when you're stuck yes. on what the cost is versus what the, what the return is like your, your, that's poor man thinking. So, so this, this particular individual, uh, I finally had, had broken him in, convinced him to, to hire a professional uh, again, squawking about the fees. In the in the first first year, you know, I, I have to admit we got lucky, and you uh, got returns of about thirty points on his money, which uh, which is not it's not a small amount. That's good uh, money, especially man. when what's what's the market inflating at like one point two percent, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe one hundred percent, right? And then uh, the following year, I think we're 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 somewhere between fifteen and twenty two percent return, which uh, you know again. Pretty, it's pretty good, you know. This, this man, uh, you know, he's, he's done. I think over a quarter million dollars in, in assets gained. So, you know, the fees. I think were were that he was he was concerned about were uh, maybe maybe a thousand bucks a year, thousand bucks a year. So he he you know poor man thinking didn't want to spend a thousand dollars a year to make you know two hundred fifty k. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's poor man thinking. It's Loserville, man. Like that, that's, that's how losers freaking think. And he he probably prevented himself from being able to generate hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, with that thinking. Yeah. Yeah. He could have he could have been he could have taken that that uh you know that three million dollars that he was at, you know, years ago could have been six, nine, nine million now. Amazing, you know. Man change his life it's life-changing money you know yeah um so that's one example yeah no 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 for sure man for sure um yeah i've got a man and again for confidentiality reasons i won't mention his name but he he was in a program i ran and um you know he paid a good buck for it like 20 20 25 grand to be in the program and um he kept squawking about how much money he paid he kept squawking about it squawking about it squawking about it and you know he got he got some good benefits and returns from being in the program, um, but at the end of the day, uh, here's the bottom line with with him is that 
he got so fixated on the money that he just said, I'm not going to come back. And there are two things in his life that really aren't working. One of them is his freaking marriage, right? His marriage is not in great shape. And the other one is that um, he's always late for everything. And like we wanted, we were in the process of showing him how transforming these two things would be game changers for him in his life. Like, you know, you, you have a, yeah. you take a marriage from a four marriage to a 10 marriage, man, you're rocking it as a man. Your world is like in a whole new and different place. And if you go from a man who's always late for everything to a man who's always early for everything, that you're going to be rocking it with everything you say and do over there as well. You know, and these are the kinds of things that we uh, wanted to bring to this man but eh, the money, the money. And imagine if he had continued to invest the money and continued to be in the group. And he took his marriage from a four to a 10 and he took his word from complete shit to like pristine. Imagine what that would do to his business. He would yeah. instantly tenfold his business, like instantly. He'd, he'd bring millions of extra dollars in. But that was poor man thinking. And th these are guys who make money. So poor man thinking isn't limited just to people who don't make money. There's dudes no. who make money who still engage in poor man thinking. And that's why they're fucked. I look at some of these men and uh, I'm like, I'm like, brother, I'm like, how do you do it? Like these, these are men that, for whatever reason, maybe it's luck. Maybe call it luck. I don't know. But they, they you know, things fall in their lap you know they work well and, and you know things are coming together for them but you know if they if they were just to change the the way of the way they think and operate you know they they could they could do and realize so much more you know and i i look at these men and i'm like yeah how much better would this world be if men like you would just you know put some effort in, into, into investing your, your time and money a little better. Yeah. Yeah. How fucking, much better? Fucking, fucking 100%, my brother. One hundred percent, you know? And so, so if any man, go ahead. I, I want to put a challenge out there to men that are listening. If you're listening here and you are late, late. So if and by late, I mean, if you've got an appointment that's set for 11 o'clock and you show up at 11 o'clock, you're late. If you're a man that's late even by a second, the challenge, 30 days, show up to everything at minimum five minutes early. Plan to be there five minutes early and let me know what those results are. I, I almost guarantee you that your life will turn around. Things will get better. Show up five minutes early for everything, everything. You know, even if you've got a woman, girlfriend, whatever, who's always late getting ready, don't matter. If you got to wait an extra five minutes for 10 minutes, who cares? But just look how things will change if, you know, when you start being the person that's always early, early you know, is on time. Anything else is, else late. is late. You know, I'm fucking going to take that on because I think that I've been sick with this fucking COVID bullshit. Um, and I, I need a fucking tune up in that department. So I'm taking that 30 day fucking the 30 day, five minute early challenge on. I, I say that we fucking put that out there. Take the fucking early's on time. Everything is late. 30 day challenge. Early's on time. Yeah. Everything else is late. 30 day challenge. And by early, we mean minimum five minutes early. <laughs> fucking a Arp. 
Let's fucking roll, bro. Uh, (laughs) And if you've got a job interview, trust me when I say, if you're even a minute late, chances are, you know. You're not going to get the job. Yeah. They're not going to give you the job. There was a time where I went for a job interview, and I was always early in my job interviews, but this one job interview, I was like, there was some sort of fucking massive accident on the road. I was stuck behind it. I couldn't get out of it. This was in the pre-cell phone days. It was, I was much younger back then. I got there and I sat down. I, told, I explained to the gentleman. I said, I apologized. And I said, look, here's what happened. There's a fucking accident on the highway. Nothing I could do. I was stuck. So I apologize. I'm normally early. We had the interview and it went really well. And then he called me to say, you were late. He says, I don't give, he says, and he didn't say impolite, you know, he didn't use bad language, but he says, it really doesn't matter why you were late. What matters is that you were late in this role. We cannot have someone have it be acceptable to be late. So you're not going to get the job. He said, I enjoyed my interview with you. You're a great guy, but that's it. And I'm like, whoa, that was powerful. And it, you know, it really hit me. I, I was yeah. never late for another interview again. I was always fucking 15 minutes never. early for all of them. <laughs> you know, and job interviews are one thing when you're, when you're seeking employment as an employee especially in today's market where let's face it, there's more jobs and employees out there. So, you know, you can get a job anywhere and and people will take right now. I think employers will take just about anything they can get. And, and, and it's, it's a sad reality because nobody really truly values the position or the employment they get. But beyond, beyond that, if you are a person selling a good or you're self-employed and you're consistently showing up to your, your sales calls late, not a good impression, man. Not a not a good impression. Terrible impression. You know, but even if buyer, you're the boss of a company and you're yeah. late for all your employee meetings, your employees are going to start to fucking distrust your you. Employees show up late. Yeah, they're going to show up late, but they're also going to distrust you. They go, "This guy's yeah. work isn't all that great." You know what I no. mean? And it's 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 bullshit, man. A man's got to be on time for shit. Part of being winner thinking is you embrace that. You go, "My word is gold, and it shall be." And I and I and I go to to the men and I go, look, your word is shit, you guys. You, you men are fucking late for everything, and you think you're doing great now, but you're shitting yourself in the dick by being late. And that's part of like poor man thinking is, oh, I, I'm gonna be late. It's okay. It's not a big deal. I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late. Late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. Poor poor man thinking. <laughs> and the other thing, you know, it, it's. Time, time is currency. Time is, time is currency. currency. Yeah. When you set an appointment, make sure you set a duration, you know, keep, keep, keep your, your, your appointments to that duration. You know, uh, I, I've had a, a man in my life. He said he would, he would do, uh, he would do weekly, weekly uh, meetings with his, uh, with his superior at his, at his place of employment. And uh, he would slog them for half an hour. And because he was keeping to that half an hour, he would walk into these meetings with 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 a pre-planned meeting agenda. And, and you know, for for you know, I know for me as an employer, if my employees came up to me with a a pre-planned a topic of stuff they wanted to discuss, so we can get we can get things moving, I would I would be floored. My employees don't do that. They just want to hang around, you know, shoot shit, and hopefully score some free fucking donuts. Right. And, but again, no, but if like someone did that consistently, and you were an employee, if you were an employer and you had someone who did that consistently, you'd, you'd freaking promote that dude. You'd give him more oh, money. Yeah. In, a heart, oh, yeah. in a heartbeat. 
in a freaking heartbeat. Heartbeat. Poor man thinking, you know, my employees come to me and they want they want fancy new tools. And I'm like, why? Why am I going to invest more money in these tools? You know, quantify for me where it's going to save me time or money. And they can't do that, you know? It's, it's just, it's not there. And I'm like, I'm trying to I'm trying to make this point across to them. They don't understand because they're stuck in their poor poor man thinking. Poor man thinking. You know, they want they want the shiny new tools just because it's shiny and new. And new. Well, you know, taking that taking it out of the box. You know, we we have as a society, as a, as a people, we've been conditioned, you know, to this whole unboxing phenomenon that's going on now. So much so that even watching somebody else unbox something on YouTube gets you the same hit of. Uh, well, what's the, you the, yourself, the, the dopamine hit? It's dopamine. Yeah, there you go. Watching somebody else open up, open up a box. Like it's like, like I don't know, man. If you, if you look at the way they package an iPhone now, like, like it shit, dude. I remember when I got my, my, my platinum Amex card, it came in like the biggest, most fancy freaking box. Like I, I could ever, I, I was, I was floored at the extent that they would package this shit just so you can get that hit when you open when you're opening that box unbelievable uh, unreal yes. or yeah, yeah. that's you got to watch out for that stuff cuz that's that's the whole that that's phenomenon that yeah, I, I you know I never thought of it that way but I think you're absolutely right oh, and let's yeah. let's get to rich man thinking cuz I think it's important that we talk about that for a couple minutes before we wrap this up so what consists of rich man thinking yeah, rich man thinking is uh, is always looking for for the return, and it it doesn't necessarily have to be you know a short term immediate return. This could be a long term return. You know, this is like you know a man that is is self employed, works on his own by his own. You go out there, you get out of your balls, and you hire someone to come out and, and, and work. And then you leverage that, right? Because that man may cost you 15, 20 bucks an hour, but you're billing him out at 30, 40, 50, $60 an hour. And what you're looking for is that return, right? That, that, that 20 bucks an hour that you're going to get back into your business because you're, you're billing him out and, and, and keeping that difference. That's, that's the return you're looking for. That's what you want to do. You know, when you're looking at your time, you want to invest your time. So when you're putting your time into something, you, you want to make sure you're getting your, your money back or, or money uh, money or time in exchange, something in, in more than what you're investing in. Um, you know, like, yeah. like investing time in training employees or, or, you know, hiring a nanny at home to help you watch your kids so you can invest your time in other stuff. Like, that's what you want to be doing. You know, don't get always, don't always look at the immediate cost. Look at what, what the investment is. What's the return? What's it going to return back? What is your return on investment? Um, Amen, yeah. brother. Amen. You know, it's a hundred percent accurate what you said. As a man, you got to be looking at what money can do for you. Like I have, I have a, um, a, a housekeeper. She comes every two weeks. And it's money well spent as far as I'm concerned. It saves me quite a bit of time, saves me quite a bit that of aggravation. That is money well invested. Money well invested. Well invested. Money well invested. Right? That's right. Write that fucking down. That's right. Like I know, I look at my parents. My parents are immigrants from Italy. They came here 
with uh, little to nothing in terms of money. So they're, they're, they try to cash hoard all they can. And, and I know like my old man would look at that and say, why would I pay her or him two, $300 to do this simple task? But the thing is like, that's, that's poor man thinking. Think of like now the time you can save because time is finite and money is not. Money can be earned. Time is finite. Yeah. What could you do with that two to three hours of time? Where can that be better spent? I could rejuvenate myself by 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 taking time to relax. And that's important because you do need to rejuvenate yourself. Uh, and I could rejuvenate myself. I could go make some sales calls. I could have meetings with clients, which I've often done instead. And I could not do something which I absolutely hate to do that de-energizes me when I even think about it, which is clean. You know what I'm saying? So for all those reasons, money well invested. Money well, money invested. well invested. Uncle Arpa, you've really hit the nail on the head with that one. That's brilliant. So poor man thinking versus rich man thinking. I think we have uh, identified the distinctions between the two very well. And uh, I think men listening to this are going are gonna to benefit from this in a big and powerful way. So men, if this has been useful to you, share this episode with some friends of yours who could benefit from this and um, continue to be part of the conversation to help us spread the word about positive masculinity. And remember, we're all about helping men reclaim their masculinity and re-embrace their manhood. And we want that to be the case for you and all the men in the world. If you got friends yes. that need this message, take this message out to them. If you need this message, listen to it again and again and again. God bless you. God love you. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.